your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. The state opposition yesterday announced that if elected, they would establish a task force to provide oversight into the privatisation of Newcastle bus services. Earlier this year, a parliamentary inquiry found the privatisation of bus services in Newcastle had resulted in more limited service delivery, higher costs for passengers and worse pay and conditions for bus drivers, and that changes to stops, frequency of service and route changes had been carried out without comprehensive community consultation. The task force was announced yesterday here in Newcastle by the Shadow Transport Minister, Joe Halen, MP, and she was also joined by the member for Walls End, Sonia Hornery. And Sonia joins me on the line now. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Trace, and to your listeners. This has been a long time coming. We've been complaining about the privatisation of the buses since it began, um, the, the lack of consultation, the, uh, the reduction in services, the reduction in the number of bus stops, the routes that were just out of, uh, out of reach for many, many people. This has been a long time coming. Um, do you think if you get elected, this will make a difference? Oh, I think, it, well, it, it, it better make a difference. And, you know, we, we can't allow the task force to go on for too long either. Mm. Um, but, you know, even the, the Facebook responses I saw last night and this morning from the community, they're all being, which I really appreciate, quite specific about the bus routes that they used to like, mm. that they chose and used to ride on, now longer, that no longer exist. And yet, you know, we're not, we've got a bus stop just behind the office and quite often I see empty buses. And I know it's not because we don't need buses, it's because they're not meeting the needs of our community and, you know, that's clear. They're not going to the places, they're not travelling the routes, there's not enough express services, um, you know, work-wise, you know, you don't want to be having to travel 45 minutes to get from Fletcher to Walls End, mm. for goodness sake. You know, if you say working at the John Hunter, it's just all of these things haven't made sense. Mm. And what upset me is, you know, Constance said, the minister in 2016, oh, this will be so much better for our community, we'll make things so much more efficient. Well, no, it's been quite the opposite, quite the opposite. The rhetoric that comes out of uh, Newcastle Transport as well is uh, is quite interesting. Um, you know, they, they're claiming that uh, Newcastle Transport has gone from strength to strength with uh, 6,600 bus services each week, which is almost 1,800 additional bus services per week, a 40% increase on services provided prior to Newcastle Transport. How can they quote those figures, Sonia, yet we know how many people are, uh, are having to catch? I mean, we know they catch multiple buses. They have to catch three and four buses now as opposed to the one they used to. Um, but, you know, this rhetoric has really got to stop. The rhetoric definitely has to stop. And furthermore, it doesn't make sense when you're hearing about, well, all of these bus services that were cut back um, and express services that were cut back. Um, so it, it simply isn't true, but the point of... The problem for us is we need to wait until, if we're lucky mm -hmm. enough to be elected to government, to get um, a hand on, you know, a hold of the information about the services, which we haven't been able to access since we've been in opposition. So we don't really even know what the truth is. We just know the truth from probably the most, well, the most important source, and that's our community mm -hmm. that's telling us. And, you know, and it's, I appreciate the fact that people will say, well, I like the 2.30 bus uh, service. I like the 2.31. Well, 
where is that bus service that used to go, you know, from Wall's End through to straight to the um, to Waratah area in Georgetown? That's where my daughter needs to go to mm. school and all of those sorts of things. Um, and Kaolas Diana have ignored all of the many um, occasions when particularly at the beginning of the last few years where our kids have been left stranded, mm. either on waiting for a bus or waiting to get home for a bus, you know, so... Yep, it hasn't been an efficient and effective service, that's for sure. And you make a very good point there. Um, you know, the fact that uh, Keolis Downer have an existing 10-year agreement, that agreement doesn't end until 2027. You have agreed to maintain that contract, obviously, once until you get in there. You don't know what the penalties are, what the incentives are. We have no idea what this contract is all about. For me, number one, as a, as a taxpayer... That is one thing. I should know what these contracts are. I should know what these look like. And I should know yeah. that if if people do or don't tr- use this public transport, what my penalty is. It's the same as the Port of Newcastle. As a taxpayer, what is this contract that I'm tied into? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and there's a lot of situations like this. We ended up um, having to what call, we call um, an SA52, which is Standing Order 52 in the upper house, to get information from Hunter Water about a report called the Jacobs Review that they've shared with Newcastle Council that I don't know about as a statement for Walls End on flood mitigation in Walls End. I had to do that in order, and I still haven't got that yet, but because I wasn't getting information locally, they just ignore you. So, you know, it's awful. And people say, well, how much is it going to cost, you know? Mm. Well, how do I know? Because I haven't read the report yet. I haven't got access to that, you know. Um, so and in the same case with Keala Downer and the same case with the port. You know, Tim's been locked out of Tim Crackenthorpe. Um, the very first speech he gave was on the port. I mean, he's really worked hard at trying to, you know, get a terminal operational. But we, we are lacking all of the data because... Tim simply hasn't been able to get access to it. It's uh, this secrecy has got to end. It, it, we mm. need some transparency. We need some accountability, and uh, it, it is going to be very, very interesting come March. Now, Sonia, I have to ask you the question because uh, you know everybody who uh, who listens to the program knows that you are a mad Newcastle Jets fan. But you're an Aussie. Were you up at two a.m. this morning? Like you, I was <laughs> proud of it. Three pots of tea. Um, had Only too many three. Other- <laughs> Too many other work-related things to be going to any clubs, unfortunately. But, um, uh, you know, it was so exciting. Well, the first 16 minutes weren't because I thought we... My heart was in my throat. We were were asleep for the first 16 Mm. minutes and then we we got into fifth gear and then we played like demons um, and we need to be playing like Mm. demons on Sunday morning. You know, Argentina and Lionel Messi... Uh, look, you know, on one hand, I, I have this great excitement, but I also have this great trepidation mm. about playing Argentina. My goodness, oh, it, it, it is it is incredible stuff, isn't it? When you think about how little Australia is and how small our population is, and the fact that Italy, a soccer powerhouse, isn't there, and yet yeah. we've made it through to the final sixteen. Man, we've we've done something right this time around. We really have. Well, we certainly have, and, and you know, and. Look, I think hopefully this all goes well for the Jets and our women's Jets who are playing. I think I'm going to a match on Saturday yeah. afternoon. Let me They're, and yeah. Uh, they, yeah, and they played really well on. I mean, what was it? Four two, four nil. I yeah, just four think two, on the weekend. Four two on yeah, t- yeah in Tamworth. Yeah, yeah. Tamworth, and it was a great game. So you know, we're it's it's fant- 
look, it just it's great mm. for us soccer fans and for the people that say, well, I don't like soccer. I understand, mm. but our World Cup is a bit unique because our soccer World Cup means that it's involved so many teams. You know, it is the world. It is a mm. oh, it is a World Cup. Yeah, so which is fantastic. It's not like the World Cup of baseball that involves you know. One, one country. Sonia, I, I suppose my, my question out of that is, um, you know, we have had the extended trading hours. Uh, we have had the government extend those. But there's been no live sites around the place. There's been uh, Federation Square in Melbourne has just been mm-hmm. exceptional. Surely mm-hmm. now the New South Wales government has got to have a look at doing some live sites, especially for Sunday. I I totally agree with you. You know, um, the, the the current government have never been big promoters of of, of football, soccer football, um, and they need to be. Uh, at, at, in the same way, um, I'm happy for Newcastle to support if our Knights do really well. Mm. I want the same thing to happen. So yeah, look, I I think New, yeah the government are probably unfortunately so busy bluing with one another at mm. the moment, which I don't like to see, but no. they are and. Uh, because it it doesn't augur well for any, for any country if your government's not working in a united fashion. So, yeah, but I agree absolutely with you, Trace. Well, you and I need to get the lobby. Come on, we, we've got uh, we've got two <laughs> one work day to get it done. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. We can. Two we women, can. We can achieve anything. Absolutely, we can. Look, thank you so much for your time. Um, I, I really something really does need to be done with the privatisation of, of transport, and uh, if we can make that focal point Newcastle, because it really has been. It hasn't been a, a fantastic win for, for the patrons in particular. You know, it hasn't been great at all. So if we can get that task force up and running and, uh, of course, you have to win election and win, win government to get that. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, at the least, we're putting more and more pressure on the state government to, uh, to have a really good look at this. I agree. I agree. And thank you so much for this morning. And, and let's um, cheer on the team on Sunday morning at 6am. Absolutely. You and I don't need 15 cups of coffee during the day then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thanks, Sonia. You have a wonderful Thanks. day. Thank you. Thanks, Trace. Bye. Bye. That was Sonia Hornery, the state member for Wall's End. What do you think? Should we get a live site up and operational? We need one at least here in Newcastle. You always Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the Morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain-talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the Morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.